want to get on the action, we want to hear from you. Hit us up, faderoutemail at gmail.com. Slide in our DMs on IG at faderoutepodcast. Drop us a DM on Twitter at faderoutednz. Comment on our YouTube channel, The Fade Route with DNZ. Questions, comments, picks, segment suggestions, you name it, we want to hear from you. Get at us in crowd. Welcome to The Fade Route with DNZ. Here are your hosts, DNZ. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of The Fade Route with DNZ and IMZ. And we have a jam-packed show all lined up, ready for you. It's a damn exciting show. That's what it is. It is a damn exciting show. Absolutely. And here he is. I've known this guy since our days on Carousel Shoes, the last QB in St. John's history, flight crew through and through. What's up, D? How's it going? Chilling, chilling. Just excited about the week that was sports and the football schedule coming up on Sunday. 100%. Absolutely. But I think we would be remiss if we did not take a little bit of time and reflect a little bit on 9-11 since we are recording this on 9-11 is the 19th anniversary of one of the most tragic dates in American history and I know you and I both remember where we were that day and it's something that'll stick with you for the rest of your life and everybody that was taken from us that day they're they're gone but they're not forgotten yeah a true day of uh, infamy and um, you know we'll never forget no absolutely it's one of those things that it really sent our country and a lot of individual people on a different path than they may they may have planned you know it's uh, a lot of heroes lost their lives that day yeah and uh, so many lives just changed forever and saw and most not for the better agreed agreed but there was one thing that definitely helped ease that pain and that was sports and after all, we're not going to get too heavy. It is This is a sports podcast after all. So um, let's get into it. Last night, football open, boys and girls. It was Houston versus Kansas City. And it went about what we thought it was going to, you know? Uh, I, I was kind of surprised, actually. I really thought, I thought Houston would have had more fight in them. I also thought that it would have been a a much more competitive game, especially when you're talking about two of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. I thought there would have been downfield passing, explosive plays. You know, it didn't it wasn't a preseason game, but it had a preseason feel, especially with the empty seats. And uh, I I don't know what Houston's going to do. You know, I understand the position they were in. They pretty much had to decide, are we going to sign Hopkins long-term or are we going to sign Watson long-term? They decided to stick with the quarterback. They traded Hopkins to 
one of only a few places where they could pick up his salary and his ex- his extension. But you got all these receivers that run sub four, uh, you know, sub four threes and sub four fours, and they couldn't get open. Yeah, no, absolutely. The Kenny Stills, the Brandon Cooks, uh, the Will Fullers of the world, they were not cutting the mustard last night. But in the beginning, like when it, it was a real feeling out process to the beginning of the game. And I think, you know, Anthony Weaver was playing pretty conservative on defense. And that just kind of allowed Sammy Watkins and Travis Kelsey to get their feet under them and allowed Patrick Mahomes to just make some quality passes when he needed to. And really, for me, last night was about the arrival of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He had a monster game for no preseason whatsoever, straight from LSU to the pros. Welcome to the NFL. He shredded Houston, and he had a monster game. To me, I got a major early in his career, LaDainian Tomlinson vibe from him. And not just because he's small, like LT was. You know, yes, Edwards Hilaire is 5'9", but he's built, you know, like a brick shithouse, as they like to say. <laughs> and he, you know, he was the goods last night. He, he really brought it to the point where Mahomes didn't have to do everything. And you could have a bad game or a subpar game from Tyreek Hill, and... It didn't matter. But was that more about how bad the Texan defense is or how good Hilaire is and how good the Kansas City offensive line is with the, you know, they have new guard or Simoelli, um, simile. I mean, I'm sorry, excuse me. I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to proclaim this guy as a future Hall of Famer just after this game against a terrible Houston team. Um, I didn't get flashes of LT. He looked a lot to me like Andy Reid had said, like a Brian Westbrook, even maybe a work done. I can um, see that. Definitely talented. He didn't have the burst of speed that I thought he had in college, but that might just be because it was like the first game. I really liked the backup running back, Darrell Williams. I thought he played excellent. I thought he was a great change of pace back. I loved him on third downs. But you're right. I mean, they just – I mean, Sammy Watkins was torching them, for crying out loud. You know, I, I and they had – Kelsey did what he wanted. And, you know, I've, I've seen Kansas City Chiefs play live. Um, friends of mine work for the team, and I've got had the privilege to be on the field. And everybody just runs wide open. I mean, when you're sitting back there and you're Pat Mahomes, everybody's open. You know, it's just the one play on the goal line where um, – uh, whatchamacallit, um, Tyreek Hill scored the touchdown. I mean, he just blatantly beat the guy. Like, <laughs> he's just like, I'm faster than you. I'm just going to run over a curl. I'm going to run across your face and just catch the ball and score. Well, there aren't going to be many guys that can match stride for stride with Tyreek Hill. So Bradley Roby tried the best he could. But at the end of the day, the Chiefs were, you know, they were a complete mismatch for them. And Honestly, I was very surprised with the performance of David Johnson. I was, you know, we're going to come up with a little bit of a prop later, boys and girls, about who's going to play more games. But I I really expected David Johnson to not even finish yesterday. So <laughs> the, the simple fact that he not only finished the game, 
but performed the way he did and put the ball in the end zone, you know, it's a win. I mean, there's no such thing as a moral victory, but in, you know, when you have, I think played, he had, he had something like 70 yards rushing 30 yards receiving and a touchdown. I mean, he, he did, he did what he was there to do. There's no doubt about that. Right. Agreed. But the wide receivers, they're just non-existent. I mean, Randall Cobb caught what two passes in the fourth quarter. I think that's it. Right. But I don't know what Randall Cobb's doing there, quite honestly. But nah, you leave that for another day. Yeah. I, um, I've, well, they have a lot. They got a lot to work out. The only thing I, one of the other bright spots on their offense was Atkins. I yes. thought the tight. I thought the second tight end played very well. Um, made people miss. Got open. But you know, again, Sean Watson's like running for his life. Yeah. He signed Tunzel to a very lucrative deal. But outside of that, who, who's who's helping this guy? Who's protecting this guy? Well, you know, I the, think there were what three false start penalties on the right tackle last night, if I if I recall correctly. Yeah, something like that. Um, but they're they're gonna have, and then and it doesn't get any easier for Houston. I'm pretty sure next week I think they go to Baltimore, and then the week after that I think they play the Steelers. Oh my and goodness! This is gonna be uh, it's gonna be a tough start to the season. Um, Brandon, Brandon Cooks wasn't was not that. Will Fuller, Will Fuller was leading the receiver core, you know, and he's not supposed to be that guy. He's supposed to be the deep threat, you know. He's not supposed to be running the one routes. And, right. Well, it, it's another. I mean, they should really think about legally changing their name to Houston Moral Victories because Will Fuller actually survived an NFL game without injury. <laughs> so good for Will Fuller. One game. One yeah. game exactly, but. This may be, I mean, it's week one, game one. It, it could, we could very well be overreacting right now since there yeah, was no absolutely. preseason. You know, it's, I'm fully open minded to that, but all things overreaction Friday. Oh, overreaction absolutely. Friday. <laughs> absolutely. But I will say for no preseason games, it was relatively crisp, you know? The, I the, thought the tackling was pretty poor. A lot of times they're just hugging people and falling the down, falling down. I think this one of the safeties on Kansas City had a chance to really take out Brandon Cooks on one play, and he didn't. I don't know if he was being nice or he just didn't feel, you know, comfortable trying to make that kind of hit. And um, there were muddy conditions out there too, so he might have lost his footing. You know, muddy conditions. Uh, the, the the tackling on Hilaire was very poor. Um, you know, I. I think this is going to be the norm for the first couple of weeks just because nobody's really hit anybody. And, you know, there's, there hasn't been a lot of preseason play. Right. Um, but uh, it was just, it was nice to see football. You know, I was watching with my wife last night and she kind of mentioned it's not, it's just nice to hear football. It's nice to, it, it's just, a, it's kind of a symbol that we're, we're moving forward. Even if it is Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, who's clearly, <laughs> clearly my second best in terms of the boots clearly, <laughs> Jim Nance, Tony Romo miles ahead of everybody in my I opinion. do en- I do enjoy Romo I do because he's it does, I don't feel like I'm listening to a sportscaster I feel like I'm sitting with you on the couch like listening you know talking about football like, he, that's gets, what I like. he gets so excited it's, it's just like it's, it's amazing you know he gets excited he can he can see what's going to happen he knows what's going to happen before it happens I like that insight from a quarterback, um, uh, and he's uh, 
he, he gets paid a lot of money to do it too. <laughs> Absolutely. And he, and they gave him, you know, the the ability to actually go and try and qualify for the PGA tour on the, the pro-am event. So he's just an athlete. He's just, he's just the, he's just a junk. He's like a junkie athlete. He could just pick up anything and be good at it. Absolutely. I mean, as long as he doesn't, you know, as long as they don't hit him on the golf course, he's good. Is that collarbone? <laughs> well, it doesn't even matter. I think he had a, I think he had a get out of the last tournament because he hurt his wrist. <laughs> I think he tweaked his wrist in the last tournament. He's like, all right, guys, I got to go. Yeah, but but you know how it is sometimes. It's just like I'm embarrassing myself. I get I'm gonna fake an injury and get the hell out of here, kind of thing. Yeah, you know? maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I know Steph Curry also was in the same tournament. I think he bowed out with an injury. So. Yeah. I don't know. You you never know with these with uh, celebrity programs if they're getting embarrassed. Yeah, I think not. it was a pro. I think it was a pro am. Yeah, yeah. But I think we should start before anything else with our division and Super Bowl picks for this year to kind of roadmap where we see the NFL going. Yes, percent. So we'll start with the NFC first. Um, what do you see for the NFC North? So, in the NFC North, I might surprise you. I'm going to go with Minnesota. I think their defense is coached very well. And I really believe in Cooks as their running back. I believe in Cousins as their quarterback. I like the draft pick Jefferson they picked up at wide receiver. I think they have a very balanced team. And then they... They they picked up the uh, defensive end from the Jaguars, uh, y- Yannick. Oh, in Gakwe, yes. Yeah, yes. I think he's going to be a stud there, and I, I think they'll. I think I think they're gonna they're gonna take it. Well, I like that. I like that because I also took the Vikings to win that division. There you go. The order <laughs> the order of finish might surprise you, in terms of what I see for that division and. You know, I'm just, you can't really, like, it's all, you can't, you can kind of see where things are going based on, oh, they got this guy, they got that guy, uh, the Bears lost this guy, the Packers got this guy, but it's all based on gut, you know, it's just based on what you see. And there's tons of variables, with. I mean, there's tons of variables huh. that I'm going to, yeah. Absolutely, and that's why, I mean, I like Matthew Stafford, I think that if he's healthy, the Lions are easily the second place team in this division. Really? Easily. 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 Not contested. Easily uncontested. They they are a talented group of guys. The only thing standing in their way is the health of the quarterback and the head coach. If Matt <laughs> if Matt Patricia can actually But wait a minute, what about their running game? You believe in the running game? You believe in Peterson, Swift, and and Johnson? You believe in that? I believe it's enough of a change of pace to get them off Stafford just for a little bit and let Kenny Galladay do what he does. Now he might not play Sunday. <laughs> well, we're, it's long term, right? We're thinking, it's true. It's these, long, no, no, it is. It's true. It's I true. mean, we're doing long term. I mean, everybody has. I mean, there's going to be a couple games where you're not. You know, your starter is going to be out, and the Iron Man kind of thing. It's kind of been lost to, on some yeah. in some instances, and. I, you know, for this reason, I have the Bears finishing third in that division, mostly because I don't think Mitch Trubisky is going to finish the season as the starting quarterback. <laughs> like he, I mean, he'll get his shot, 
He's earned it. He won the competition in camp. You Did know. you say he's going to get his shot or he would get you shot? <laughs> I feel like he would get you shot if he was, if you were like, yeah, I'm going to go with Mr. Trubisky for the whole season. I mean, it's a little Shoot that Col- man. Kill him. It's a little from column A, a little from column B, you know. But uh, they have Nick Foles, and that is the X factor, you know. If, How do you at- think Foles feels right now that he lost the starting job to Mitch Trubisky? I don't know. He's he got lost a Super Bowl ring. He signed a lucrative deal with Jacksonville last year, well, and he comes to Chicago, and he can't beat out Mitch Trubisky. Well, Jeez. I mean, they, they kept Gardner Minshew over him. So it's just, you know, like, at some point, like, he is what he is, and he's kind of like in that Josh McCown role, more talented than Josh McCown by far. But he's really kind of accepted that he's in that role. And he's phenomenally talented, and he is going to get a shot because I don't believe in Mitch Trubisky. I, I don't know how many games it's going to take, but Trubisky is going to—he's going to be out, and Foles will be in. But it may be too late. And by default, that leaves the Green Bay Packers in last place. Now, I'm not impressed at all with their skill position players, uh, and Aaron Rodgers has been running for his life. So. I really don't know. I'm not 100% in love with the Packers. Now, Aaron Rodgers could turn around and, you know, will them to a division title. It is more than possible. In fact, it's ha- probably happened a couple times. But with the, a ta- with the talent assembled, I'm just not feeling it. Yeah, I mean, I think defensively there's a lot of holes there. Um I I just I kind of disagree with you. I do like I do like Devonte Adams. I think he's a he's a top five receiver in the league. Um, and I think Jones proved last year that he can play the running back position very well. Um, but it's definitely possible. I mean, this is the second year in the system in Lafour system. They drafted a quarterback this year, so clearly they're getting ready to move in a different position in a different direction. Um, I, I can't say that it's not possible. It's definitely possible. Well, I mean, a pissed off Aaron Rodgers is a great Aaron Rodgers. So that's the one thing you got going for you, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he also, he, he always has health issues. Um, and it just, it just might, it just might be trending in the downward direction. For sure. I mean, yeah, I'm not seeing it. So anything is possible, but. Sorry, Packer fans. I see you guys in last place. Mm-hmm. Uh, transition from the north to the south. For me, until they lose the division. Well, do you want to a... stay with the uh, – we did the NFC North. Do you want to just do the AFC North? Yeah, let's do the AFC North. Why not? Um, I see clearly it's a two-horse race. It's either the Ravens or the Steelers. And just based on health of the quarterback and skill position – as well as, you know, just track record, I'm taking the Ravens over the Steelers. But it's close. It's definitely close. The The Browns, like a lot of people, I see a lot of people trying to get on that trend saying, you know, they're going to be better than they were last year. They got to prove it. Sorry. I don't believe. Show me. With that collection, with that roster of talent, you got to show me. And you didn't show me anything. And clearly bringing up the rear, and they're still rebuilding our Cincinnati Bengals. I I actually I, I like Pittsburgh this year. Mm-hmm. I think this is um, 
like this is Ben's last shot, you know, last run, last good run. Um, I think Connor turns in a healthy season. I think I like Benny Snell a lot, the backup running back. I think Juju and Washington are going to have decent years in that defense. That defense has so many first-round picks on it. They're they're going to carry the team. It's going to be similar to Peyton's last year in Denver, where Ben's going to be serviceable, might even miss a game or two, but the defense is just going to swarm people and overwhelm people. I think Baltimore's Baltimore's Baltimore. I think their defense actually got better. Um, and I'm not hating on Lamar. I think Lamar is good, but there's tape on Lamar now. You know, teams have had uh, an awkward offseason to prepare for him this year. And um, I know that this is his technically his third year, but to me, this is really his second year of, you know, really being the guy. I'm not saying he wasn't the guy his first year because he got the team to the playoffs the first year, but. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he took a step back. Maybe, you know, didn't accumulate as many rushing yards or didn't throw as many touchdown passes. Um, And I actually think I I like the Bengals. I do. I like Joe Burrow. I believe in Joe Burrow. I do. And I believe in Joe Mixon. I just think that the tough part for them is going to be playing Baltimore and playing the Steelers twice a year. That's going to just – that's going to be really tough, you know. Uh, and then yeah, I'm indifferent on the Browns. You know, the Browns are the Browns. Um, I think they'll be better than they were last year. They got a lot of clowns on that team. Um, but Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett is a he's a football player. He's a really good football player. Uh, and I don't think you can he can't carry the team at his position. But Baker has enough talent where if he put the effort in this off season with the receivers and they went and got Austin Hooper, the tight end from the Falcons. There's no reason they don't average over 20 points a game or over 20, 28 points a game. They have, they have that capability, but again, facing the Steelers, you're facing Baltimore. Like you've got to be, you've got to be able to, to rise above them. Well, both of those teams are going to make Baker Mayfield make a lot of mistakes. And that's one of those things that, he plays a little bit of playground ball, you know, he just kind of like, he's that kind of guy who's just going to scramble, 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 scramble. Then he thinks he sees somebody open or just like a little flash and they'll just chuck it. There's a lot of Brett Favre in Baker Mayfield and not the good Brett Favre. His commercials are horrible. Oh God. Progressive (laughs) commercials. God. I saw Um, one of them last night. I was like, Oh no, we're doing this again. Yeah. I mean, the, the care of the field and covering the the the, the seats and then there's a leaky toilet just like oh come on dude well i mean the one with saquon barkley stunk too uh well that for hulu hulu yeah. live sports yeah i like hulu so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get down on hulu <laughs> let's put it, let's put it this way i mean they're not gonna win any academy awards anytime soon either one right right so uh since we're in the afc Let's stick to the AFC, but let's do the AFC South. Uh, I'm seeing the Colts in first. Just with that accumulation of skill position players, that offensive line that was ready-made for Andrew Luck before he called it quits, adding Jonathan Taylor. I mean, if they give him time, Phillip Rivers can give them just enough to get them 
into the playoffs and get them a first place finish in that division. Uh, the Titans, Ryan Tannehill, I'm not 100% sold on, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because the system is the same and Derrick Henry's still lining up in that backfield. I have the Texans in third place. You're so they, generous. Yeah. I mean, based on last night, yeah, that was tough. That was, <laughs> that's, that's a tough one. But uh, I think you wrote that down before last night's game. I did. <laughs> I, I, I did. But, you know, last play, the last place is easily the Jags. Don't tell me you're not tanking. You traded how many players? You're tanking. It, it's okay. Just admit it. It's fine. Yeah, I like um, – I, I do like the Colts, but I, I'm not sure they're going to win the division. I think uh, Tennessee is – you know, Tennessee won some pretty impressive games last year. They beat Kansas City they in the regular season. They beat the, the Patriots in the playoffs. They play defense. That defense is coached very well by Mike Grable. They added Clowney to it. They got King Henry running the ball. They have – Tannehill, who's ball con- he's ball controlled, but he could throw. Like he can play. And who they got? A- who are they playing up against? They're playing the Colts, the Jaguars, the Texans. Like it- it's tailor made. I feel like it's tailor made for them to really win the division. Um, I'm with you on the Jaguars. You know they're trying to get Debo um, to come there next year. That's what I think. Um, and and Houston. Hey, I already told you my opinion, Houston, but I do, I do like Indianapolis, but I think Tennessee will take that division. I don't know. I think with the pride of players on that team, like with JJ Watt and Deshaun Watson, that's the only thing keeping them above the Jaguars, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree to that. All right, and from the AFC South to the NFC South, who do you have? Man, that's tough. I think, I think all those teams, even the Panthers, are going to light it up. I think they're going to – I think every team in that division kind of reminds me of the old AFC West. Like when you when you had star-studded teams like, you know, you had Drew Brees in the, on the Chargers with LaDainian Tomlinson. Like it just reminds me of that, like, star-studded league. Um, but when it's, when it's all said and done, I'm sticking with the golden boy, you know. I, I'm sticking with Tom and the Bucs. Um, and that's another, that's another place. I think their defense is very good. But Shaq Barrett and and David, uh, I think I think they're gonna they're gonna really give people a hard time, and Tom is gonna do what he usually does in the first half of the year. He's gonna light up, and then when it starts getting cold, I know it's not gonna get cold in Tampa, but when it starts getting cooler outside, suddenly that 15 yard out is not as easy. Suddenly he can't quite get the ball downfield to who he needs to get it to, but. You know, they did go and get Fournette. They got a stable of running backs. So I think they keep it going. I think Drew Brees and the Saints take a huge step back this year. Again, you know, I'm seeing Tom posting pictures about practice and working out. And I'm seeing Drew Brees <laughs> posting pictures about catching fish and going to these charity events. You know, his clearly, his, in my opinion, his mind is on the next step. And, and that's no knock on Drew. I think Drew's a great player. But this year, he's not going to be able to take advantage of that dome home field advantage. There aren't going to be any people in the stands in New Orleans. So when you're playing in your dome, it, it, it's you against me, Who which team is better. Um, so I, I'm not sure how that's going to all unfold. 
Definitely. I mean, I still think the Saints, just based on the fact that team chemistry, for me, that is, you know, it's very important. You're still assembling the Bucs. There's going to be a learning curve, maybe a couple games. But I definitely think that in the beginning will favor the Saints. And the Bucs are clearly in second place. I have them as my wild card team. So now when you say, so now when you say you have the Saints, you're saying you have like a 13 and three Saints, an 11 and five Saints, a 12 and four Saints. Like what kind of Saints team are you projecting? I, I see somewhere between, we'll go 11 and five. Okay. I'll see 11 and five. Yeah, not, not, not world beaters, not right. Yeah, right. But just enough to to squeak them past Tampa Bay. Yeah. So clear, I mean, clearly they both are talented teams. I just think that little bit of team chemistry and having and being around each other longer is going to make a little bit of difference. Because yeah, I mean Brady and Gronk are very familiar with each other, and that's it. Yeah, so, and the other thing is they're running a new offense. It's not yep. like they're running the Patriot offense. They're running AB's offense, but you know Bruce Arians' offense. Yeah, you know, which is that you know we're gonna throw the ball downfield, and I don't care how many times you get hit. Like we're we're gonna chuck it, and and we're gonna do our our stretch run plays, our our zone plays, and we're gonna score points. I mean that's the that's that's his offense essentially. Yeah, I mean that is definitely going to be the plan where you know they just want to they're going to try and light up the, the scoreboard whenever they can and it's going to be on Todd Bowles this year like the main focus is going to be on Todd Bowles can he you know they're going to score can they keep their opponents off the, off the board that's the question as far as third and fourth place you could flip a coin I mean the Panthers new coach new quarterback not much in the way of skill position besides Christian McCaffrey. I still, just based on Teddy Bridgewater, I have them in third place in the division. Wow. Bridgewater and McCaffrey, I think, is going to be a really good combination. And I've been down on the Falcons for years. So I really don't see them doing all that well. So Gurley doesn't make a difference. Julio doesn't do mm-hmm. anything. Ridley. It boils. Yeah, I've been let down by Matt Ryan too many times. We all have. We all. Have. We, exactly. But, you know what's exactly. funny? It's like he, he, you know, he he doesn't do anything special, but he really is really good though. Like he's a he's a top ten quarterback numbers wise, numbers wise. But so is Tony Romo. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just <laughs> it's surprising and and how Debbie Downer everyone is on him, but he's actually really good. Like he's he's really one of the better one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Well, and that was also a weird thing, too. Like, they used to crap on Joe Flacco, too. Joe Flacco was one of the most consistent quarterbacks <laughs> you had. And it was just like, oh, he doesn't – Joe Flacco he doesn't do anything is going to play more games this year than he thinks. <laughs> oh my. He's lucky he's not healthy because if he was healthy, he might be starting. <laughs> oh, God. Joe, can you throw left-handed? Guys, my neck is you're still right? oh, yeah. you know, kind of messed up. <laughs> I think I need to go on six-week IR. No, you're all right. You're all right. Just shoot up. We're not going to need you. We're just just in case. Oh, my God. And speaking of which, might as well get the AFC East out of the way since we're, you know, we're talking about Joe Flacco, the backup quarterback <laughs> of the Jets. I can't I still can't believe that one. But, you know. <laughs> Joe, you want to go to the Jets? Yeah, sure. No problem. I can go back. I can live in Delaware, right? 
Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah, I was. Um, I think I actually think it was a good move by Joe Douglas to get him, but he's hurt. That's number one, and number two, it's like who's Joe throwing to? Like who? Like he? He's he's he might be running for his life. He might, you know, he might really get hurt. He might like get Trevor Simeon hurt, like that kind of hurt. Oh, jeez. Well, there's one guy I know he's not throwing to, and that's Josh Bellamy. They released him after he got arrested for uh, allegedly defrauding the government of the Paycheck Protection Program of like 24 million bucks. That's all? That, oh, oh, that's all. Only that's 24 all? million. That's more than he made in his NFL oh, career, probably. <laughs> I, uh, I, I mean, I know it's, I know it sounds weird and. I really do think Cam Newton is going to have a really good year this year, and I think I think they win that division. Uh, I think the bill the Bills are good. Don't get me wrong, the Bills are good, and the Bills are gonna are gonna be there for years to come. But I really be- I believe in Cam because I think back to the year, you know, he won his MVP. He didn't he didn't have a lot of talent around him. Like Ted Ginn Jr. was his best receiver. And then he had Greg Olson as his tight end. So you, you're trying to tell me that Julian Edelman isn't better than Ted Ginn Jr.? Or the kid they drafted is not going to be better than uh, Greg Olson or at least compare with Greg Olson? I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think, I think, I think the Patriots are going to be okay. Oh, no. The, the Patriots, as long as Bill Belichick is coaching that team, they're fine. I mean, he took Matt Castle to an eleven and five record, so he got, he got it really. It really is the system. Castle signed a fat contract that offseason. Where did he go? Exactly. Kansas City, I mean, right? Kansas. Yeah, he ended up in Kansas City. Oh God, he really like he got Belichick got him. So it really is the Patriot way, man. And as long as it's Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, oh, I, I saw, I, you can I, never I, count I, them. Asai. Asahi, Asiasi, Asiasi. The, the no, no, like for the the tight end that the Patriots drafted, it was David. Oh Asiasi. yeah, yeah. Asiasi. I think he's. I oh think he's going to be. I think yeah. he's going to be all right. Yeah, he's going to be able to carry it. I mean, he. Know, I mean, Belichick knows what he's doing. He knows talent evaluation. He knows how to get players. Nikhil Harry was hurt last year, so you figure he's going to bounce back. He showed glimpses. He showed flashes of what he can do. You have Julian Edelman to kind of be the rudder for the ship, and you still have James White. You still have Sony Michelle. Oh, they're gonna run. They're gonna run a modified. They're gonna run a modified offense. I think it's really gonna be based. It's gonna be based around Cam. I think they're gonna do what uh, Josh McDaniels had did when he was in Denver. And I think they're gonna run that system. So I think Cam's gonna run the ball. He's gonna do a lot of RPOs. Um, and I think they're gonna put. I think they're gonna put up points. But real quick, I know we're talking about the AFC East, but who would you go with? Would you go with Newton and Bill Belichick, or would you go with Tom Brady and the star-studded Bucks? Like, if you had to choose which one was gonna go further this year, who would you go with? That's tough. That, that is really tough. Honestly, I mean, in some instances, you could pos- You could see a Patriots Buccaneers Super Bowl in Tampa. So that would, I mean, there are ways to get there, but if they were to play in that game, I would give Belichick the nod. 
I really do. I, I think that his defensive mind is so much on the next level that he's seen stuff and he's done stuff that Tom Brady has never seen before. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, but in terms of just like single game, regular season, you know, all – I mean, the Buccaneers. But as soon as you kind of – as soon as you ratchet up the stakes a little bit you and you put some like real stakes on it, I, I don't bet against Bill Belichick yeah. unless they're playing the Most Giants. Most people don't. That's Most it. people don't. Yeah, unless they're playing the Giants and Eli Manning. That's it. Yeah. But for me, I don't know. I think Buffalo's too talented. I really think that, you know, they were that one player away. Josh Allen, he still has the issues. He's got a little bit of that bad Brett Favre in him, too. It's not bad Brett Favre. It's just Brett Favre. You could just (laughs) – bad Brett Favre is Brett Favre. That's who Brett Favre is. He's bad. He could he would probably tell you that too. He'll probably say that. Yeah, he like, agrees. Why he knows couch- he's terrible. He Why are you couching it? Why are you qualifying? He, he knows how bad he is. But you know, he's a gunslinger. Josh Allen is definitely a gunslinger, but I de- he he's got weapons around him. That defense is there, and I think I mean we're talking about maybe twelve and four. I'm not talking about like anything more than that. The Patriots, I have them in second place. Maybe a game behind, maybe two games behind. And then third place, I got the Dolphins. I mean, I know that, you know, you're not 100% sold on them, but they made a lot of good strides. And I think that they're going to, you know, they're going to continue in that direction. Fitzy's got the ball. You know, Fitzmagic is going to do what he does. You know, basically he's Jameis Winston. But, uh, you know, I think once he's just keeping the seat warm for Tua anyway. And once two is ready, you know, he'll, he's going to get some games under his belt. I mean, third place in that division, you're probably looking at at the high, at the high, probably seven and nine. Really? Okay. Maybe anywhere between five. Yeah. Anywhere between five and 11 and seven. Mm-hmm. And, nine. and then you have the Jets. The, the Jets are the Jets at this point. I mean, Le'Veon Bell is the only weapon that Sam Darnold really has that he can trust. I don't believe in Chris Herndon. Like Ryan Griffin, it was one good year. Who's his? Who are his wideouts? Chris Hogan. <laughs> I think Chris Hogan. I think that's it. No, they didn't. They draft. They drafted somebody. They drafted a guy. Oh no! no. They have such a so horrible. They drafted Denzel oh. Mims, right? I think he's hurt. They they signed Rashad Perryman and uh, Jamison Crowder. It was, I think, their leader last year. In uh, receptions and yards, I mean, what does that tell you? Jamison Crowder was what a third, uh, you know, wide receiver three for Washington. It tells uh, me that they have uh, a lot of problems. Yeah, there, there are a lot of holes on this team. They didn't replace Jamal Adams. I mean, Bradley McDougal, I'm sure he's going to do a good job. I like Just how the New York start, Post you know, tried to beef it up. How McDougal was this this great safety? It's like. Come on, guys. He's he's good. He's serviceable. He's not Jamal Adams. <laughs> if you want, if you want to get a guy from that system who is as good, maybe it's a little. There's a little bit of tread on the tire. Earl Thomas is available. The only thing I would Baltimore don't. The only thing I would say is about about the safety position is that this division is not like we're gonna throw the ball downfield division, right? 
you really need a safety that can sit in the box and hit people. You know, that's really what this division is about. This isn't like, you know, the AFC West or um, the even the NFC North. Like these these guys, you know, you need, you need safety that's going to get in the box and hit people. You don't really need that deep coverage downfield. So maybe that's what they were thinking when they were like, ah, oh, we don't, we can trade Adams. And it was more about draft picks anyway, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, they just didn't, you know, Adams tried to pull a Darrell Revis, and like they did with Darrell Revis, they called his bluff and they got rid of him. Yeah, but I think right. that's, that's, that's their what move. He wanted. he wanted out. He didn't. He wanted out. Yeah. And I don't blame him. I don't really blame him. He wants to get paid. And the C- and if he has a good if he has a good season this year, the Seahawks will pay him. You know, it's just interesting well, that I, I think he was hoping he was going to get paid ahead of time, kind of like. Hopkins just got extended. Um, who was the other guy who got extended? Oh, Watson got extended. But I think he was hoping he was going to get extended. Oh, and they're working on Kamara's extension. I think he was yeah. hoping that he was going to get extended before the season started. And I think it's more in a, well, now you have to play. Like, now he's going to have to play this year to really showcase what he's got. So it's, it's, it's really up to him you know, how, how well he gets in care. Cause I think there's even a safety on the Cardinals that got paid too. Right. Wasn't there Buddha yeah. Baker. Yeah. I think he became the highest paid safety. So I think Adams is better than him. So. Yeah. Buddha Baker's good, but yeah, Adams is, is a better player than him, but that's the shrewdness of Pete Carroll. You know, it's going to look at all the guys that have come through there. Clowney's gone. Chancellor's gone. Sherman's gone. Earl Thomas is gone. Jimmy Graham is gone. Like, it's what they do, you know. He he's on a he's a prove it kind of coach. Oh, Sneaky and Pete! Then, Sneaky Pete knows what he's doing, man. Sneaky yeah, Pete. Sneaky Pete knows what he's completely. doing. He's sticking. He's sticking with Russ because Russ is a leader. He's a he's a he's a workhorse, and he can win games. Their their receivers are. You know, with DK Metcalf and Lockett, solid. Mm-hmm. They got Greg Olson at tight end. Their offensive line is solid. Bobby Wagner is probably one of the best linebackers, if not the best linebacker in the league. Um, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. No, he definitely knows what he's doing. So we'll transition out of the AFC East and we'll go to the NFC East. And I hate to say it, I'm a Giant fan. You know that. The Cowboys are winning this division. There's absolutely no reason that they shouldn't run away with this division. And, you know, 12 and 4, 13 and 3, maybe even, you know, maybe even 11 and 5, depending on the competition. But what I, I, here's the thing hear me out on the Eagles. I don't trust Carson Wentz. I don't believe he's going to finish the season. I think you're going to see a lot of Jalen Hurts. You're going to see a lot of Sudfeld, and they they're they're just going to bottom out. Not as bad as Washington, but that's easy, that's third place. So the Giants are second place by default, and that could be seven and nine. So I like I like the Cowboys too. Um, you know they were the most efficient offense in the NFL last year, and then they went out and got a coach who knows a lot about offense. I think Zeke is probably going to lead the league in rushing. Um, I th- I think uh, 
all three of their receivers, Gallup, Cooper, and CeeDee Lamb, are going to have really good seasons. I think I think the Cowboys are going to surprise people. They just cleared they cleared a lot of cap space too, and I'm not sure what they're planning on doing. I'm thinking maybe they're going to try, maybe either either going to either they're working on that DAC extension or maybe they're going to try to get AB at some point. But I don't even know what that would look like. But they cleared like 27 million in cap space because they just reworked the Demarcus Lawrence's deal. Why are you working all that? Why are you creating so much cap space right now? What are you guys hiding? What are you guys planning on doing? You know? Yeah. I mean, what big fish is available out there for them? Yeah, you know? just a little odd. I thought that was interesting. Why why now? Why in September? Yeah. Why? And it doesn't seem like I mean, Jerry Jones usually isn't that kind of guy. He's like he's the George Steinbrenner of the NFL. So I find it very interesting that he is making these maneuvers. What is what do they know that? Yeah, we I I thought it was very interesting for it to happen now in September. What was happening? There? But um, yeah, I think the the Giants are heading in the right direction. I think I think Washington's gonna be okay too. They need to figure out their quarterback situation. I think Haskins is okay. Um, Riverboat Ron is a great coach, so they're gonna play. They're gonna play defense. Um, and you know, with the Eagles, I'm I'm with you. I I don't I think Wentz's days are numbered. You know, he didn't even deliver them a Super Bowl. So, you you know, what J- Goff and Wentz went 1-2. And Goff got his team to the Super Bowl. He lost. But, you know, Wentz, he got Wentz was having an MVP season. But ultimately, Foles got them to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. So, I, I actually like Jalen Hurts. I think he's a good player. So, I don't think Wentz finishes the season. I was actually surprised so many people drafted him in fantasy. Like you better get a backup. <laughs> um, and and, and who's honestly, who's he thrown to? Deshaun Jackson. Jalen Rigger's hurt. Like Hurts. Yeah. Hurts is upset because he hasn't gotten a contract extension. Miles Sanders is the running back. He's he's good. They got a decent offensive line, but I think they're trending in the wrong direction. Yeah, and they're li- they're living off the Super Bowl. Yeah, they are. That's for sure. They are. They are. They are. And they keep, you know, they're they're investing in Jason Peters, and this is a team that could benefit from getting younger. You know, he, Jason Peters is such a heady player to like say, okay, yeah, I'll play guard, but you're gonna have to pay me like a guard. <laughs> you're gonna have to pay me as like one of the best guards in the league. And now, what happens if he gets hurt? Like he he oh he gets hurt every year, and I like him. I think he's yeah. a great player. But you know, the, that was the focus. Like the focus was like, okay, yeah, let's. Let's get Peters to play guard. Let's get this contract done. Meanwhile, Zacharitz wants to be an Eagle for life. No one's addressing that. And yeah. nobody brought any any receivers in. Like, what what's happening right now? Uh, they're running the old Patriots believe- set back when Aaron Hernandez was there. You're going to have two tight ends and, you know, God knows what else. I, I actually thought that's what Tampa was going to do, but I don't know now because – um, actually, they might still do it, but I, I maybe uh, BA is just going to stick to his normal. Yeah, they yeah, got. I mean, this, that's this, the... this sounds like this sounds like the receiving core from like 2010. You got the Sean Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Marquise Goodwin, and Jalen Rieger. That's the uh, that's, <laughs> that's who he's throwing to. None of these guys is Freddie Mitchell. Not none available. of these guys are going to finish the season. Literally, not one of these four guys is going to finish the season. Rieger is. Not, I think Alshon. Rieger's hurt. I think Alshon's already hurt. Alshon's hurt. 
Deshaun was hurt the last two years, and Rieger's hurt right now. I think Marquise Goodwin was hurt. I think he just got better, but good lordy. Yeah, and then if you look at how he performed last year for the 49ers, he wasn't that good. Yeah, they run a weird offense out there. I don't know what they're doing. Kyle Shanahan offense is yeah. weird. It's just weird. All I know is that I drafted Marquise Goodwin last year, and I was disappointed. Very disappointed. But, you know, since we're out there, let's uh, let's talk NFC West. Um, I like the Seahawks in first. It's going to be close. I don't, I, don't, I don't foresee the major drop-off that a lot of people are foreseeing for San Francisco. It's going to be close. Um, what I do see is the Cardinals being sneaky and get into that third-place slot. And the Rams, like, uh, the Rams are in a weird situation because everybody and their mother wanted to anoint Sean McVay like the next coming of Vince Lombardi, and they wanted to hire everybody who once had a sandwich with Sean McVay at catering. But it's, the league has kind of caught up with him a little bit, and I, I don't see that evolution that you know he was known for. He brought, I mean, Cam Akers is there. Jared Goff is there. Cooper Cup is there. Robert Woods. But I I see other teams out there that are doing it better. I think the Rams light it up this year. I do. I think uh, – Really? I do. I do. I think Woods and Cup are going to come back healthy. I like the two-headed monster in Henderson and Akers that they have in the backfield. Um, they have two tight ends, Everett and Hickaby, who can play. Their defense is – they should be they should be really good on they're really good on paper. Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in the league. Jalen Ramsey is a top three, top four corner. They just paid the guy. Uh, I think I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be the team to beat. I do think it's gonna be close. I don't think they're gonna run away with it, but I think they're gonna be number one. I think the Seahawks will get into that wild card, and uh, I think San Francisco will be. I think I think this is going to be a reality check this year for San Francisco. I I don't want to say they got lucky last year, but they punched teams in the mouth last year. Like they had their running game was just off the chain, and Kittle was awesome. But you know that's that stuff kind of got exploited once they hit the playoffs and once they you know got to the Super Bowl. It's kind of like what happened to the Rams. Remember the Rams ran through the NFC, and then they got to the Super Bowl, and they got they lost. And then the next year, last year, they they couldn't do anything. So I think that's what's going to happen with San Francisco this year. It's like people are going to figure them out. You know, Kyle Shannon's a good coach, but, you know, in my eyes, I still look at him as an offensive coordinator. And um, mm. I think they're going to struggle this year. So what do you think about Jimmy G? You think he's going to – you think he's going to kind of – Stay on this trajectory. Yeah, I think, think yeah, he's I gonna. Think Jimmy, Jimmy G's good. I don't think he's great. I think he's good. He's a good player. He's Tony Romo. He's 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 a he's a good player. Like he's a good quarterback. He's not great. Yeah, because he's he, good. You know, because he caught a lot of shade last year after the Super Bowl. It's just you know the, he wasn't playing defense. He wasn't playing defense, but he made some very he made some piss poor throws, um, poor decisions. He looked like a backup that was starting, and that's not what they're paying him to be, and that's ultimately not what he really is. He he's a good player, you know. I I think it was a too much for him too fast. Uh, I think he yeah, kind of he, he had some he had a little bit of pee coming out, you know, before pregame, and uh, and then you know he got his stuff together. But 
I think they're. I think in the long run they're going to be okay. You know, they have a lot of running backs, and their defense is really good. You know, with Boza and um, and I think it was it was Solomon is the guy that they drafted a couple of years ago. Yeah. I think they're gonna they're gonna be okay. I just you know this is this is gonna be a weird year for them where they don't they don't they don't they just don't get it done. That's fair. I mean, that division is definitely one of the more intriguing divisions. Anyway, oh, it's a death match. I mean, with man, me- every game is a death match. Oh. It oh, cut, yeah. It's just it's just like we were talking about with the uh, with the um, um, what was it I said the the AFC the AFC um, no the NFC South. It's like the NFC South, like. All those teams are really good. Like, people don't don't sleep on Arizona. Arizona just got yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. They still have Larry Fitzgerald. They've got Kirk Kirkland, like yeah. Christian Kirk. I mean, they got Christian Kirk. They they got a good team. You know, Kenyon Drake coming out of the backfield. Coming out of the backfield, scaring people. <laughs> but their defense yeah, exactly. is solid. I mean, Chandler Jones is like one of the one of the best defensive ends in the game. Like, uh, Patrick Peterson's like a great corner. Like, they're really good. Um, you can't. Start it all team. boils down to quarterback play. What? It all goes back. Yeah. It all. Yeah, but yeah. you know, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he had like a Lamar-like season. Like he's really good. Like he's a re- like numbers-wise. Like I'm not saying he's gonna win the MVP and everything, but he's gonna run for yards. He's he's that good. He's got a big arm. He has a big arm. Yeah. I mean, Kyler Murray definitely showed that he has the ability. He definitely showed that he has, you know, the wheels. It, at times he had the pocket presence and having Larry Fitzgerald there definitely helps. You know, he's like another coach on the field. So Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. I think that's the only of, difference. You know, the difference I think is coaching wise. I don't, I don't look at, you know, Cliff Kingsbury as a, as a Kyle Shanahan or as a John Harbaugh, you know, I don't, I don't look at him like that, you know? Yeah. I, I, you know, looking at his college record and looking what he was able to do, it was a, you know, it was a question mark hired to begin with, and he overachieved. Hopefully, he's one of those guys who just looks terrible on paper, but is actually really good. Yeah, I think he's, I think I'm, I think he's a good coach. He's a good coach, but yeah. it's a tough division. He's going up against. He's definitely out coached in his division. Let's let's put it like that. Like Shanahan, Carroll. I mean, come on, man! You're like, you're 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 on the bottom of the barrel. Even with McVay, McVay yeah. went to a Super Bowl. Like, you're the you're the third best coach in that division, right? You may fourth. if they were Sorry, hiring for an offensive coordinator. You're the last. You're the last coach in that yeah. division. Honestly, if they were hiring for offensive coordinator, he might not even get an interview. Yeah, I don't know if he would. I don't. Yeah. And then that leaves us with the division of the Super Bowl champs from last year, the AFC West. And yeah, it's the Chiefs. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> come on. Like, I, I got nothing for you other than it's the Chiefs. Come on. Yeah, I mean, they they had the sixth fewest runs last year. And then like after last night's game, they're gonna show people that we can run the ball. And if you gotta if you gotta defend the run. You got to defend Kelsey. You got to defend Tyreek Hill. <laughs> but it's 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 impossible. It's impossible. You got to hope they beat themselves. You got to hope they make mistakes. And and even on on defense with uh, Alex Okafor and um, Anthony Hitchens, like their their team is their team is stacked. Their team is so stacked. Frank Clark is a monster. He's a monster. 
He's so good. He's so good. And I was concerned last night that, okay, Chris Jones got his money. He's going to put it in into low gear. Chris Jones isn't putting no. anything into low gear. He had two sacks last night. Chris Jones is really good. They got Tyron Matthew. Let's not forget uh-huh. that. I believe that. You're going to get Rashad Breeland back, too. I think he was a Texan, too. Unbelievable. He was a Texan at one point. The Texans draft really well. They just can't hold on to any of their players. Oh, we're going to get to that in a second. Absolutely. But with, I mean, with their cornerback situation, I would call Lakeep to leave. I know he turned down Belichick and said he's retired, but you get a chance to go to the Super Bowl champs. They call you. You're gonna listen. I don't think they need him. I it, thought that I thought they're they're uh I really thought that their um rookie played well last night. He was on Brandon Cooks most of the night and I thought he played really well. Well, I mean, hopefully Breland comes back and he's Breland again because he was it's a substance abuse, I think, or performance enhancing. He was out for four games. That yeah. Guy. Yeah. But uh the the rest of the division you can kind of just rearrange the names, and I wouldn't be surprised with any of them. I'm picking the Raiders to finish in second place. Uh, I, you know, with the talent they have with Jacobs and Carr, and you know, they should be able. They should be. You know, the the Raiders have been should be for years. And for third place, I have the Broncos. I think Drew Locke is going to open. Yeah, slide, I think he's going to play. But there's still, yeah. There's going to be some growing pains, and I think Von Miller is out for the year. Yeah, but that's a wrap. I, yeah, so that's not going to help matters much. And the Chargers, I just think they screwed up on uh, they screwed up on the quarterback. So you know, yeah, it's great. You got Austin Eckler, you got Keenan Allen. You, you, that's great, but it, Taylor's not the guy, and Herbert's going to be in by week. At least seven. that's what it looks like right now. You know, it does look like they might have made a mistake there, but who knows? I mean, he he could turn out to be really good. I mean, he definitely he definitely has arm talent. He has arm talent, you know. But true, I can't I can't remember the last Oregon Duck that came into the NFL that really made a splash. Like what Joey Harrington was that the last my man Joey the last quarterback that came out of Oregon. I mean, my heart belongs to Kellen Clemens because I always liked him, but. I mean, what was the last quarterback? Oh, Mariota was serviceable. I mean, he had a really good first year. Um, I guess he got the he got the the Titans to the playoffs. What tw- twice? Yeah. Twice, I think. But the problem with Mariota is that he always skipped leg day. Like he's just got these chicken legs, like Robert Griffin, man. And just like you need to, if you're going to be a mobile quarterback, you need to be able to withstand the hit. And that's exactly what happened to Robert Griffin. His leg folded like a, a folding that chair. Was really, yeah. And it was gruesome. And Mariota has had, you know, knee problems too. So, you know, it's one of those things. You, you got to be – if you have to be fully built as a quarterback. It can't just be all on. Right. I'm getting hungry over here. Should have cooked up some dinner. And if you're looking for a new cooking show to binge, check out As You Eat It on YouTube, hosted by me, Chef Z. I invite you into my home and show you what and how I cook when I'm off the clock as a chef instructor. You're going to learn fun recipes and creative methods to empower and inspire you in the kitchen and take it to the next level. Cook how you want to cook. Eat how you want to eat. Eat as you eat it. That's As You Eat It, available only on YouTube. A-Z, you eat it. 
check it out and let's get cooking. Ultimately, ultimately, my AFC championship game is the Steelers and the Colts. And in my NFC championship game, I have the Vikings and the Seahawks. And then from there, I got the Seahawks going to the Super Bowl to play the Steelers. That's what I have. And then I have the Seahawks taking it home. Wow. So you and I both have the Seahawks. Oh, whoa. Well, this is anticlimactic. (laughs) Oh, man. So, but the only difference for me is that I have them beating the Chiefs. Well, that's that's a tall order, but definitely possible. Hey, you know what? They got Jamal Adams. They got the X Factor now, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But I definitely have the Chiefs and the Ravens in the AFC title game. And, you know, I got to say, Buccaneers, Seahawks. I mean, that was what it was supposed to be last year, right? It was supposed to be the Ravens. And the Chiefs, I was all ready to go to that AFC Championship game. I totally thought that was going to happen. I was like, yes, I'm going to go down to Baltimore. It's going to be great. And then they got clipped by the Titans. (laughs) Well, you know, the Titans surprised a lot of people. Like you said, you know, there's film on them this year. So we're definitely going to see what happens. But uh, It would be really impressive if Tom is able to get them to the NFC Championship game. That would be – With that talent – he, you know, he's old. He's 40. I mean, I love Tom Brady, but that, that's a really tall order. It's a really tall order to get to the NFC Championship and make it out of that division. This division's got to be the hardest division he's ever played in. Even when the Jets were good and the Jets had yeah. like a top five defense. I mean, at that time, still like the Bills were trash or the Dolphins were trash. Like, I don't think he's ever played in a division with. You know, that's this loaded. This division is loaded. Probably when he got benched for Drew Henson in Michigan. (laughs) Michigan. Uh, Michigan. All right. So you heard it here, guys. We're both taking the Seahawks. It's kind of anticlimactic, but that's okay. Uh, Who do you have for MVP? For me, it's Russell Wilson. For me, uh, I like I like the Russell Wilson pick, but I'm sticking with Cam. I think Cam Newton is gonna have a really good year. I think he's gonna be the MVP and the comeback player of the year. Hey, hey you know what? That that's a half a Pennington. Right <laughs> yeah, there. that's definitely it. <laughs> I think he won that award twice. <laughs> yes. It got to the point where he's like, Man, I don't wanna come back. I just wanna be here. <laughs> Can we petition the NFL to actually change it to the Chad Pennington Comeback Player of the Year Award? That'd be great. I think we should I don't do know that. If Chad would appreciate that, but I think Chad would love it. He's coaching high school somewhere. It's not. I'm sure he's. Yeah, you know, he's the greatest quarterback in Jets history. So you know. Oh, gotta... oh he's not better than Joe. <laughs> he's definitely he's one no more than Joe. Joe. But Joe won a championship. Did he beat Johnny well, Unitas and the Colts? And never I mean, if we're, if we're talking what if we're talking playoff performance, then Mark Sanchez is the second greatest quarterback in, in Jets history. He's got some, you know, it's he's got some pretty impressive numbers, believe it or not, for for in the playoffs. That's because nah, I love Mark. Those Sanchez. defenses carried his carried his ass. That's why. That's for sure. 
All right, so rookie of the year, who you got? You going with Burrow? No, no, I'm going to go with Hilaire because I think he's going to get a lot of he's going to get a lot of action. He's going to rush for a thousand yards. He's probably going to have between like ten and sixteen touchdowns, like total. It's going to be hard for him not to win that. I hear you. I hear. Well, honestly, I'm taking C.D. Lamb, and just because he's going to be a primary weapon on the Dallas Cowboys. And whenever possible, they love to slurp the Dallas Cowboys. So, C.D. Lamb is going to be my pick. I can get on board with that. Yeah. And here comes the fun part. Co- coach of the year and first coach fired. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Bill Belichick as the coach of the year. Uh, I just think he's going to do it. He's just going to do a really good job coaching up Cam and, and getting them in. Um, and then the first is terrible at I think the first coach to be fired is going to be Brian Flores from the Dolphins. Oh, man. I think they're going to – did you hear what happened? Uh, Josh Rosen got released. And, like, two hours later, he got signed to the practice squad of the Buccaneers. Like, oh just some goodness. of the moves and some of the things that are happening down there. It's just like – because – and the other thing is, is I feel like the Dolphins have kind of set this up because they went and signed Chan Gailey as the offensive coordinator. Like – Chan Gailey, like, has been around forever. And I feel like they're, they'll, let, they'll let Flores go because then Chan Gailey can just take off over the coaching duties. And, you know, they're going to go into the offseason, like, probably trying to get Debo, um, you know, trying to, trying yeah. to you know, uh, Dabo, trying to get Dabo. You know, I think everybody's going to try to get him. Yeah, I mean he's gonna call a shot this year because he's got the control of the quarterback. Right, and that's all. So, uh, right? yeah, as long right, as you, exactly. yeah, package deal. Right, if they get someone's gonna try to get a package deal. For me, coach of the year, I gotta say Pete Carroll, I and mean, he's a great coach. He's gonna have that team in, with the best record in the NFC. And as far as first coach fired. It's tough, you know. It's really a coin flip for me between Dan Quinn and Bill O'Brien. And See, I thought I because... thought the same thing. The tough part about Bill O'Brien is he's also the GM. So what is he gonna fire himself? Like, who's the owner would have to step in, and the owner? I don't know if the owner is gonna do something like that because then who's he gonna get? He's gonna have to get. He's gonna have to fill two positions. And that's something that won't happen until the off season. And this is my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, with the way the roster's constructed, you got to figure that the owner signed off on this. <laughs> so it's not, you know, just because he's also the, the GM and the coach. I don't so, know why anybody thinks that works because it does. It just doesn't work. Like when you got to control roster spots and you got to be looking at the waiver wire and you got to be bringing people in to work them out. You know, I remember, you know, when I was with the Jets, we would have people coming in every day, every day to like work out for us. Some of them were like firm, former first round picks. And some of them were just guys that just got released, but you can't, you gotta be coaching your team. Like you gotta be trying to game plan and get ready for the week. You can't be like checking out corners that, you know, just got cut from the Seahawks and, and trying to see if he can be on the practice squad or if he can help you that week. Like I just, I just think it's a tall order. Like who's the last person to successfully do it? Like Mike Holmgren, right? Belichick. Bel- no, Belichick's not the GM, is he? Yeah, oh. he is. Yeah. But uh, that's the thing, though. He has the lieutenants. 
you know you could he could be like josh run the practice i'm gonna go check this out and you know josh mcdaniels will go do it or matt patricia when he was the defensive coordinator hey matt have them out there i gotta go take care of this you know if you can if you have the the lieutenants to delegate it's a totally different thing i mean bill o'brien is also the offensive coordinator i believe and uh anthony weaver is the defensive coordinator so I, you know, you need to delegate. You need to, if you're going to have that role, you got to delegate. I know Bill Parcells said, if you want me to cook the meal, I got to shop for the groceries too. But if you're picking rotten fruit, I'm not eating that food. You know, it's, it's crazy how long, like Josh McDaniels has been coaching the New England Patriots. Like he's been with them for so long. Like since he was like a kid, like I'm talking about like, in since like 2001 like isn't that crazy like he was like 25 years old and he was like a personnel assistant then he was a defensive assistant then he became a quarterbacks coach then he's an offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach then he gets a head coaching job for the the rams no he gets a head coaching job for the broncos then he goes to be an offensive coordinator for the rams but then it's right back to new england like it's unbelievable <laughs> How long he was? He's been like with that organization, and you know what? He had the Colts job, yeah. Up until <laughs> up until like, he decided he didn't want that. <laughs> wait, wait! You're actually hiring me? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait. So Andrew wants to do what? No, I'm out. Wait, wait, wait. Let me look at this offensive line. Hold on, hang on one second. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to go back. Thank you, though. Thank Sorry. you. Thank you. I, I appreciate it, you know. But, yeah, I mean, he's – I don't know how they're going to do that to circumvent the Rooney, Rooney rule, but it's kind of like a, a fait accompli that he's the successor, you know. You would think, yeah, like, I mean, you, would, you would think that that's why he's staying around. Yeah. Um, but you figure that eventually, I mean, I'm not saying Belichick's going to like leave the organization entirely. It would have been great if he came to the Giants last year. I hope Joe Judge is half as good as these guys and not like, I mean, the the good year of Eric Mangini, not the rest of Eric Mangini. But, um, you know, I could see Belichick kind of bowing out gracefully and just ending up being a player personnel guy until he decides he wants to retire. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it ends for him. We also have a few prop bets for you guys. You know, uh, take this for what it is. It's just a little bit of fun. We're not putting any money on it. I wouldn't recommend you run to Vegas and put the, uh, put money on these. I wouldn't recommend you going on FanDuel and doing any of these. It's just for shits and giggles. So the first prop that we have going for you guys, who plays more games this year, Antonio Brown or Josh Gordon? <laughs> you know what? I think... Josh Gordon plays I, – I think Antonio Brown plays more games, but I think Josh Gordon ultimately gets suspended and the Seahawks sign Antonio Brown. I think that's going to be That would be genius. That would be priceless. That's exactly how it's going to unfold. Priceless. Uh, for me, I see Antonio Brown playing more games. I definitely do. Maybe not with the Seahawks, although that would be just delicious if he replaces Josh Gordon, who screws up for the 19th time. But 
you know, Antonio Brown, he does have a tre- some tread on the tire. He, and he's definitely got the legal issues, but I don't know. I could see him. I could see Bill Belichick giving him another go, especially, you know, oh, I'm, sure. I'm sure he, he wants to. I don't know if Kraft would allow that at this point. Yeah. Honestly, if it's, if it's about winning, I, I think they, they would kind of, they would make him prove that he's kind of, that, that he's rehabilitated, I mean, he so to speak. I mean, let's, Let's be real. The Patriots would have won last year if they had Antonio Brown. I mean, oh yeah, oh absolutely. Yeah. If so they, that's why I don't if they know, had, a... I don't know if winning will change anything on that. I don't know, but Antonio Brown is would easily be the best wide receiver that Cam Newton's ever thrown to. Because I mean, it's up there with Edelman, Newton and Edelman, uh, Brown and Edelman, I should say. But in terms of talent, Antonio Brown is much more talented than Julian Edelman. Uh, I love Julian, though. Uh, second prop. <laughs> Who gets injured first? Todd Gurley or David Johnson? Now, you know how I feel about this. It's a moral victory for David Johnson that he survived game one. Uh, ultimately, Todd Gurley, those knees, like, how many years in a row has he had an arthritic knee? Like, those things don't get better. So, if Johnson survived the first game... I'm going to have to go with Todd Gurley. Yeah, I'm going to take the opposite on that. I mean, it looked like David Johnson already tweaked his wrist in the game last night. I thought he was going to I thought he was going to be out for the rest of the game. Um, but uh, you know, t- people keep talking about Todd's knees, but Todd's keep playing games. He keeps scoring touchdowns. Uh, so I'm going to go with David Johnson uh getting hurt first. Okay. Uh, ah, this is an interesting one. Now, who gets traded first? Le'Veon Bell or AJ Green? Gee, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know. Um, if I had to choose one of them, I would say AJ Green because nobody's taken that Le'Veon Bell contract. They will force him to get cut. And someone will try, and some nobody will claim him, and then someone will try to sign him. Nobody's taking that contract. No way. I don't care how good you are. I'll say AJ Green as well because of the contract situation. But this is what's going to. That's what influenced my Lions pick because I see them. I see the Jets cutting Bell, and Bell going to Michigan, where he starred in Michigan State and working. Out swimmingly for the Lions. They got a stable of backs already. They went and got Adrian Peterson. What are they going to do with him? They're going to cut him. Yeah, Adrian Peterson's a, a stopgap. You know, he's definitely like he's definitely you know in his upper the mid to upper thirties. The writing's on the wall for him. I think it's more of a stopgap measure for him. And if as soon as they see somebody, you know, better, they'll cut him loose. Mm. I really, it's not really that much of a commitment for Matt Patricia and the uh, and the Detroit Lions, but it, I mean, it's like shiny toy syndrome, you know. It's like it's like the shiny new thing. Yeah. You know. You know. Oh, oh I get the chance to get Le'Veon Bell. Well, I'm gonna do it. You know, absolutely. And if I think that I, I there's no risk in my opinion, just because I mean, he, you know, he's not going back to picks to Pittsburgh. Like that would be the only other place that I could see Le'Veon Bell going is to be like. 
Coach Tomlin, I'm sorry. Ben, I'm sorry. Oh, Please let me back ship, in the backfield. That ship is sailed too. I don't think. Yeah. Just like Antonio there's Brown. There's just too much like, said. Yeah, there's just too much said. For sure. And the last prop bet that we have for you guys, more starts this season, Nick Foles or Jalen Hurts? Ooh. I'm going to go with Hurts. I think Wentz gets hurt in the first four weeks and – I guess I think Wentz gets hurt in the first four weeks and then Hurts finishes the season and I think ultimately will be the starting quarterback moving forward. I definitely think that it's going to be close because the timeline for Wentz to get hurt is going to coincide roughly with the time that Matt Nagy just realizes that Mitch Trubisky is not any good. So that's in between week four or five. You think it's going to take him this long to figure it out? He's been figuring it out already? I don't think he is. I don't think he Open your eyes, for God's sake. Exactly. It really falls on the GM. Like, they just don't want to admit that he – he just doesn't want to admit that he passed up on, like, Watson and – wasn't that even in the Pat Mahomes draft? That was in the Pat Mahomes draft. Yes. The the Chiefs traded up to get him. He passed on those guys. To pick this kid up who only played one year. I'm pretty sure he only played one year of college football. Like at North, North Carolina. Carolina. Man. Uh, I, I honestly like I think that it, it it's gonna take Nagy that long to kind of like swallow his pride. But I don't, I don't, think it, I don't even think it's on Nagy. I think Nagy already know he must know already. He's just trying to save the GM <laughs> like the embarrassment because Come on, if 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 he had if he had named Foles the starter, think of the fallout from that. Like if you're Mitch Trubisky, your agent's gonna say, just cut me. Cut me. Yeah. Don't even put me through this. Cut me. What am I doing here? You know? True. So I think that I think that is what happened. He's forced in a situation where he has to play him. You let him burn, and then you let Foles take over because otherwise you're just gonna you're just gonna lose the guy right away, right? I mean, very similar to like a Blake Bortles. He's not or a gonna Gabber. I mean, even if he had a great year this year, he's still not gonna get re. There's no way they're gonna resign him. No, Trubisky's done in Chicago. No way, they're absolutely. Resign him. No way. Um, I could see him. I mean, latching on as a backup, you know, career clipboard jockey. You're looking. I mean. Tennessee would probably pick him up, or you know Jacksonville, who's hurting for quarterbacks. Go to Miami too. I mean, you can go to Miami. Like they, they're going to be landing yeah, spots for him. He can go to Seattle. I think Seattle would take him too. Like he's serviceable backup. Yeah. You know, yeah. he might even I mean, go. One... He might even go down to uh, Kansas City. Although they're happy with Matt Moore. Matt Moore played well last year for them. That I mean, they're three deep. They have Matt Chad Moore and Chad Henney. Chad Henney. Chad Henney has a Super Bowl ring. How crazy is yes. that? That's amazing. I mean, think about this. Tom Brady's backup is Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert stinks. Yeah. I mean, he was he like a Blaine, number seven overall pick too. He he was, he was. something he like that, right? Was. It was something high. Yeah. in the top eleven, I want to say. But I mean. That just goes to show you that if Blaine Gabbert can consistently get jobs in this league, 
Mitch Trubisky will have no trouble getting work. But I think the other thing they'll do is they'll give him time. Yeah, he was the number 10 overall pick in the 2011 draft. Yeah. Uh, his his I, profile I ja- looks like he's really fitting into that Tampa Bay culture, by the way. <laughs> he looks like he goes to the, the gas station every day for a Slurpee. <laughs> That's what he looks like in his picture. And he looks oh he's God. got like wild dogs running around on his on his land wherever he lives. And he says y'all a lot. <laughs> there you go. That 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 eye patch isn't for show. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'll take Nick Foles. Just I think that they're gonna give Trubisky a little bit of time and I think they're gonna wait for the running game to get whole again. And then they'll give him, you know, they'll give him a full, com- a, at least a couple weeks with a full complement of weapons, and then they'll cut bait. But Nick Foles is definitely going to start more games than uh, Jalen Hurts, Mitch Trubisky, and Carson Wentz. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, definitely take these for what they are, guys. It's just for fun. And uh, do not mortgage your house with these picks. Right, this is another good one, brother. <laughs> Yes, it was. It was great. Oh, yep, definitely. And I'm looking forward to next week. I'm definitely looking forward to see how we did matched up with our picks. And if you guys want to get in on anything, uh, email us at faderoutemail at gmail.com. And uh, we'll incorporate your your uh, feedback and uh, mail into our uh, into one of our segments. So thank you for getting faded with us this week. I'm Z. That's D, and hopefully we'll see you next week. Stay classy. See you later. You too, brother. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Rate us five stars. Leave us a review. Turn on subscription notifications and tell your friends. Spread the word. Spread it wide.